What would your business look like if you had additional people that were bringing in new clients in revenue? What will your business look like if you stopped doing everything yourself? Think about these things as you're planning and scaling your company, because a lot of people don't. We get so caught up in having to grow businesses and doing what we need to do for our clients that we fail to look at the long-term picture. I know a lot of you out there are doing that, but we got to put a stop to that. It's mostly fear. Sometimes it's lack of knowledge and sometimes it's lack of budget. But let me tell you, I'm here to tell you today that none of that matters. Ask yourself two questions. First, how can I carefully and methodically grow and scale my company? And how can I maximize my revenue potential? Welcome back to another episode of Mogul Chicks Chat. I'm your host, Adrienne Graham. I'm the CEO and proud founder of Mogul Chicks LLC, and that's Chicks with an X. I am a serial entrepreneur and a self-made businesswoman who is a strategic business growth advisor, published author, mentor, and investor. We help female founders of color grow and scale profitable job-creating companies and eventually get their company's investment ready. We also help groom them into dynamic leaders and CEOs and build legacy wealth in the process. Mogul Chicks is a mindset, a way of life, if you will, and a blueprint for female founders who want to build a legacy of wealth and a generational business empire. We provide strategic business growth solutions and a platform for resources, mentoring, networks, and education. Our mission is to take your company from flat to profit generating, to job creating, to investment ready. My personal mission is to help you build and run a better company, reimagine the way you do business, and build lasting wealth. Oh, and before I forget, be sure to tag at MogulChicks using the hashtag MogulChicksChat on social media. Make sure you rate the show and leave a comment. It helps people find us. Share the love, share the love. So let's get right back into it. I have been talking a whole lot about staffing and staffing plans and hiring and recruiting and HR process and all that good stuff. Now, don't get it twisted. That's not the only thing that I work on to help my clients grow and scale their businesses. But I do believe in my heart of hearts that that is the core of where you should be starting, the foundation of where you should be starting, because after all, teamwork makes a dream work and a team brings in money. Okay. I don't know about you, but I do not have any desire to do every single task and every single job and work with every single client within my companies. I have four companies, guys. What I look like, I can't do that on the daily. So I need teams to manage that. So what I wanted to address in today's episode is the mindset around hiring. Now, caveat. You guys know I don't like, I detest, I can't stand talking about mindset stuff because that's not my niche. That's not my lane. That's not my groove. I focus on the bare basic facts, the logistics, the things you need to do to grow and scale your company. But there's a lot of conversation out there where a lot of you are afraid to hire for one reason or the other. 
Now, I don't know how many more Facebook Lives and Facebook posts and Instagram posts and LinkedIn posts that I have to make and YouTube videos to get you to understand the benefits of hiring for your company. I've already talked about having a staffing plan. I talked about hiring your money-making team. I've talked about support staff versus money-generating money staff. I've talked about the things you need as far as tools to hiring, the type of questions you need to ask and all that good stuff. If by now you have not gotten the point, I really don't know what to say other than you're stalling. Stop stalling. So here are the top things that people are most fearful when it comes to hiring. The main one is being responsible for a team. Look, I get it. Some of you want to stay small, but check this out. Mogul chicks make mogul moves and power plays. And we are definitely looking beyond the present to look at the future and see what the future holds for our businesses, our growth and our wealth. We can't do that in a silo and we can't do that solo. I learned that a long time ago. I had to come to the realization that if I wanted to get to the levels that I needed to get to, I needed to hire a team. And that only came after I had some real serious inner talk with myself to allow myself not to be so controlling and to realize that if I put the right processes in place and I train people the correct way in doing what I needed them to do for my clients, that everything would run a lot smoother and I wouldn't kill myself. You guys remember that time I told the story about how I spent two months in the ICU and damn near died because I had to have emergency surgery to remove a thyroid that I didn't realize was wrong because I wasn't paying attention to my body and I was overworking. But that's a story for a different day. Back to what the point is. The point is, I get it. Some of you want to stay small. You don't want the responsibility of managing a team, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? As you start building teams, you start installing managers, project managers, office managers, um, departmental managers, you know, people to oversee that work and to oversee the team. And then all they do is report back to you. Now, I'm not big on daily meetings. I have one client that wants to meet daily. I had to shut that down. But you can have meetings every month or weekly, or every other week, or however you do it, because guess what? You are the boss. So you won't have to be micromanaging. Now, if micromanaging is in your nature, then I, I can't help you, not with this podcast, not with my services, and not anything that I say is going to help you with that. But if you have a somebody in place that can manage the team for you and report back to you, that's all gravy. But this person has to be hired, trained, and you have to make them aware of your vision and what the, the goals and the milestones and what needs to happen in order for your team to be successful. And then you measure that every week and make sure that this person is on their job. So in essence, you're really managing one person, if you really think about it. And, you know, I don't want to get into the COO talk because that's a whole other level and a lot of you are not there yet. But one day I'll do a podcast on that. And as a matter of fact, I'm doing a masterclass or a training, excuse me, on CEOs, hiring CEOs, being CEOs, that right hand um, command person. So that's a, a story for another day. But yeah, we have to get out of the fear of wanting to not manage people because it's unrealistic. If you run a business, if you're, if you're just trying to be a mom and pop, just yourself and maybe an assistant, then this doesn't apply to you. I'm talking to my mobile chicks out there who want to grow and scale real companies so don't come back at me with, well, I don't want to manage people. Too bad. Moving on to the next point. 
Sometimes, point number two, sometimes people are afraid to delegate too much. And I get that. You may feel like you're giving over trade secrets or you're giving them too much responsibility and you don't want someone to up and walk away. I had a client once who said if she trained people to do what she do, she does, excuse me, I'm tongue tied today. But if she trained people to do what she does, they might walk away and take her clients with her. First of all, safeguards in place. You know, I don't know how enforceable they are, but non-competes, non-disclosures and all the other stuff. Your client list is your trade secret. That is a protectable asset. So do what you have to do to protect yourself so that people can't walk away with plans, blueprints, drawings, notes, uh, client information, strategy, all that stuff. How are you going to do that? Simple. Talk to an attorney. You find yourself an attorney that is well-versed in small business and in contracts and you get something written up. I know tons of them. So if you want a referral, feel free to reach out and I can make a couple of them. However, well, I was going to say on my Facebook, I always talk about there's three particular ones, but they're mostly focused on IP, but I have other, other attorneys within my network as well. So instead of worrying about people stealing from you, taking clients from you and all that stuff. I just alleviated that problem for you. Get everything in writing, get it legally sound, make sure that person signs off on it. And then you enforce that if anything happens. See, quick and easy, not a problem. Just an investment in your attorney. I don't want to hear about you can't afford it. If you can't afford it, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast because this is not for you. So my third point, third point is a lot of people complain. I don't have the time to train people. It's too much. Well, guess what? If you have been documenting your processes and everything along the way, you would have minimal training to do. Let me let you in on a little secret. There's two options. There's Zoom, of course, where you can record, set up a training and record it and make it available for any new hires. Or there's a site called Loom, L-O-O-M, like Mary.com. And you can record videos and screen share and do all of that so that you're do it You do a one-time thing, one-time training, you record it, and then anybody who is hired after that, as part of their onboarding and their training, you send them the link to that training. Easy peasy, you see? So the training thing is out of the way. So if you're not currently documenting all of your processes, document them. And and let let me just alleviate you of this little roadblock. I had a, a former client who said, well, I don't have time to write everything down and document everything. That is what audio recordings are for. You can record your thoughts in, you know, something called Otter, O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. Um, I have the premium account because I do a lot of transcription and things like that. So what you can do is record your thoughts on there or record it on, you know, GarageBand if you have Apple or whatever product you have on your PC or whatever, take that file, put it into Otter and Otter automatically transcribes all of that for you. Problem solved. So what else? (laughs) I know you're going to have some more things that, you know, it, it gives you a rough draft of your training when you do that. And I've done that. And then when you have time, you just go over it. It's like going over your notes. You just flush it out and then you go on Upwork or go to your assistant or whoever else and say, hey, can you turn this into a training product for me? Easy peasy. No problem. What's the problem? See, I just took that excuse away from you, too. Let's go with another one. Number four. I can't afford to hire. Let me ask you a question. Can you afford to not hire? So let's let's start with the, the most obvious business development person. 
I've given you um, lists of people who you should be hiring to help bring money into your business. So I'm not going to go over those again, but let's focus on your business development people. Uh, you can hire those people that bring in the work. All you have to do is close the deal. That is it. You do the final sign off. Your business development person can work on base plus commission because we're going to be fair here. Very few people are going to work on commission only basis unless you're going to make it a sweet enough deal for them. Um, and I'm talking really high commissions. So if you're selling something that's like $1,000, $5,000, don't waste your time because there's some people that's not going to get out of bed for less than $10,000 or something like that. So what you can do is for your higher ticket items, hire a business development person. And when I say high ticket, I mean five figures, you know, or more. And that person will be responsible for bringing you in your clients. All you have to do is close the deal. Second part of that is, when you hire people that do what you do, you can go ahead and focus on working on what you want to do and let those people do the work for your clients. Again, it goes back to training. So number one, you're going to, in the beginning of the process, you're going to make sure that when you're, you're um, interviewing these people and you're screening them, you're going to find out that if, if they have the right skill set it takes to service your clients. Your process is something that can be taught to them. So you don't have to worry about that. So what I want you to do is start thinking about who can I hire that can take over for me completely? Or how many people can I hire to do certain segments of what I do overall? So for example, HR, that's big and broad. I would probably not hire a generalist. Me personally, I'm not talking about you guys, but in the beginning, yes, you could. But I wouldn't hire a generalist because... It's so many specific nuances to HR. You have compensation and benefits. You have recruiting in, in talent. You have employee relations. You know, all of those things that you have, you need to have people that have specialties in those areas. So in a case like HR, it would be beneficial to hire someone that does a specific module of that overall department. Same thing with you and what you do, especially like if you're doing consulting or anything like that, I think it would be very helpful as opposed to trying to find someone that is all in. Um, what did they say? Uh, Jack of all trades is a master of none. Um, and I know it's rich coming from me because I do so many things, but that's fine. I don't care. I'm different. I'm, expe I'm exceptional. <laughs> So what other excuse did we have? We took away your training thing. We took away the expense. We took away your fear. We took all of this away. Why are you guys still fearful of hiring? I'm just not understanding. And here's the other thing. Let me talk about this too. Some of you are going to be really mad at me. I don't care. I am 53 years old and I'm at a point in my life where I speak the truth and whoever doesn't like it. Oh, well, this ain't for you. So here we go in my nicest way possible. You guys know I'm, I'm a sweetheart. I just like to poke at you sometimes. So a lot of people are doing this thing. And, and some of you have gotten DMs from me when you do this. You'll go on your Facebook page and say, hey, guys, guess what? We're expanding. I'm hiring. See the job description below. Send me a copy of your resume at such and such dot my company dot com or hit me in the DMs. I hit you in the DMs. Y'all know, you know who you are. And I hope you're laughing because I did call you out. Stop doing that. Because if, yes, if you've cultivated a good network and a lot of people don't, a lot of times people are just like accepting friend requests because so-and-so knows so-and-so, whatever. But I think 
I'm feeling a lot of you are not like really strategically building your social networks, uh, meaning those are people that you could possibly either do business with, refer business to, get business from, or whatever. A lot of you are connected to friends and family and your hairdresser and your cousin of your garbage collector's best friend's mom or whatever. You know, I'm just you know exaggerating, but you you haven't cultivated the appropriate network to put out those requests. Now you might be thinking LinkedIn. Yeah. A lot of people look at LinkedIn as a professional tool because it is, you know, it's, it's a lot more, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a lot more professional, but it's a lot more intuitive in terms of if you use like their sales navigator or if you're a recruiter, you know, LinkedIn recruiter or whatever. So they have specific, specific functions, excuse me, I'm tongue tied today. It's I'm tired guys. But they have specific functions so that you can really hone in on who you need to target and connect with. Facebook does not have that capability, at least not to my knowledge, and neither does Instagram. So why are you putting out a call for help on Facebook and Instagram and then getting mad when people don't send you qualified people to apply and then getting mad when you get tons of email with these resumes of people who are not qualified? Stop doing that. You need to put your jobs, call for, call for employees, call for candidates on professional sites. Now, caveat, Mogul Chicks does have a job board function where we do allow you to do either one post, three posts, or five posts uh, for jobs. And we push them out to our professional, meaning paid, <laughs> networks that we use so that you can get quality candidates. Um like with all job posting, I have to put that caveat out there. That is not just about, you know, we don't go and source those candidates for you. These are aggregated. These are people who come in from all these different resources and they apply to your position. We are not responsible for whether or not they are ideal for you. That is up to you to screen through them or whatever. If you wanted sourcing from us where we pinpoint and only do sourcing for your position, where we're fielding through all the bad resumes, getting you only the gems, we're putting out the, the job ads, we're, we're screening the candidates, all that other stuff. We also have a service that we do that as well. So if you're interested in having that taken off of your plate so that all you get is the top tier candidates hit me up and let me know and we can talk about that. So, and that sourcing is $4,500 a month um, and it's very well worth it because you have a dedicated sourcer who knows their stuff and will pull qualified candidates based on your requirements. Now, if you want full service recruiting, that's different. We start at 10,500 and we manage your whole system. But for right now, the job posting would probably be better. I think it's 475 for one position and then it goes up um, all the way to five positions. But anywho, so back to what I was saying, you need to be able to go where people are looking for jobs. You need to go to sites where people have a specific skill set that you're looking for. Now, I'm about to trash Indeed. Um, please don't come for me, Indeed, but I have to tell the truth. When you post on Indeed, in order to get any semi-qualified candidates, they have to be sponsored posts. Because when you do those free posts, a lot of people are like, well, I'll post it for free and I'll leave it up there and I'll just renew it, whatever, whatever. Yeah, look at the quality of candidates that you get with the free versus the sponsored ads. And the sponsored ads can cost you from a couple of dollars to up to $100 per candidate. I once posted, just to experiment for myself, 
a job for free and then a, a second job on a sponsored ad. The job for free got tons of candidates. Most of them were wrong. The jobs for the sponsored post, I got quite a few wrong candidates for those. But the ones that I that I got, it ended up costing me about $129 per application. And I only got like three good quality candidates from there. And look at the cost for that. You know, so look at, look at weigh the options. When you do real good quality recruiting, the costs are their investments. They're worthwhile as opposed to just kind of just throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks. We, we can't keep doing that. You're going to waste money and you're going to waste time because you're going to be seeing the wrong candidates and then getting mad and frustrated when you can't find quality candidates. So let's stop posting on social media asking for, you know, Hey, I need this. Now, if you're looking for a VA or something like that, all right, knock yourself out. But when we start getting into positions that can help you grow and scale your company, you know, essential workers, money-making workers, let's say that much, then it's going to be a harder time for you to find those quality candidates on your social media. Um, Again, I know that your network is not really built for that. It's mostly personal maybe some business sprinkled in. And those of you who say, no, I'm very careful. I cultivate my network. I only accept business people. Yeah, but if they're looking and you're looking, are they going to give you those candidates? Are they going to keep them for themselves? Think about that, you know? So that's all I wanted to share today. And, And one final thought on this, stop being cheap. Don't be cheap because finding great talent is is a great investment. It's not meant to be nickel and dimed. You know, it's kind of like somebody said on my Facebook feed today, your marketing, you ain't going to learn all your marketing on free YouTube channels. You're not going to learn everything you need to learn. Same thing. You're not going to hire who you need to hire. And then I want some of you who are disagreeing with me because I know some of you are shaking your head. No, but some of you who are disagreeing with me who have had multiple turnovers, in staff because they were frustrated because people didn't work out. Look at the frequency of that and then dig deep into why that happened and then come back and re-listen to this podcast. So I need y'all to step out on faith. I need you to step out from fear, from behind fear and start going for it. You know, I always say mogul chicks make mogul moves and power plays. And if you're trying to grow and scale your company, especially into a multi-million dollar company, you have to do things differently. You cannot do things the same as if you are still a hundred and fifty, two hundred and fifty thousand, or even five hundred thousand dollar company. Things shift, things change. Your perspective, how you attract people, how you approach people, how you run your business, all of that changes the higher up you go. So if you want to be a real CEO, you need to make real CEO decisions. It's time to put on the big girl panties and let's make this stuff happen. So that's what I wanted to share today. Um, I want you guys to step out of fear, step out on faith and start thinking about hiring. If you want to sit down with me um, to do a staffing plan for you, I do staffing plans. They're very all inclusive. Um, I can share that information with you if you send me an email or email my team at info at mogulchicks.com and that's chicks with an X you should know by now and you can also DM me on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram Um, it takes me a minute to get to those DMs but DM me and reference this podcast and I really want to help you get started so here are the ways you can work with me again I can work with you one-on-one to do a staffing plan that's kind of a one and done. And I give you six months of follow up to tweak it and, and kind of see where the goalpost is with that. 
Then you can also do VIP days. I have a two day VIP uh, talent day where we put together your entire recruiting process from soup to nuts to figuring out what you actually need all the way through to your onboarding system and trainings. So and everything in between, and we give you full documentation. We set you up with the right technology to automate most things for you. And we give you a blueprint of how, I hate that word blueprint, but we give you a blueprint of how to ask questions, what questions to ask. I mean, I have a data bank of hundreds of questions that I, I have for different skill sets from communication to supervisor skills to behavioral to you name it. We have the, the data bank. I might start offering that for sale so y'all can see the type of questions you can ask in an interview, but we'll see how that works. But we do everything with you. We get you set up so that when we step away, when I step away, after that two days, you are ready to launch your own recruiting efforts. The other way that you can work with me is you can do the one of the three that I told you earlier, either just post jobs or opt for sourcing, which my team does that, or you could do full um, outsource recruiting where we take over your entire recruiting department for you. And we do all of that for you. You don't have to worry about it. You can just sit back and chill and relax. So those are the ways that you can work with me. And I am really looking forward to helping more people, especially more sisters, more women of color, black and brown women. I'm looking forward to helping you build and grow and scale these teams so you can make some money and be badass business women. Because why? I'm going to say it again. Mogul chicks make mogul moves and power plays. And when you have the right team in place and the right strategies, there's no limit to the amount of revenue that will come into your company. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Let me know your thoughts. And again, info at mogulchicks.com if you want to set up an appointment. Um, I will have them send you a link to my scheduler so you can go ahead and book your appointment online. And let's talk about it. Let's see where it is. And please, I don't do discovery calls anymore, which turned into chit chat calls. This is only for people who are ready to take action. So if you're not ready yet, you're still thinking about it. I'm not the person to call. I will just refer you back to all of my free content on there, whether it's YouTube videos or my social media or any other podcasts or things that I've done. When you're ready to start hiring or ready to start planning to hire, give me a call or shoot me an email and let me know. So you guys have a wonderful day and get out there and make some money. Talk to you soon. Take care. I'm Adrienne Graham, CEO and founder of Mogul Chicks. And this has been another Mogul Chicks chat. I want to help you build a better, more profitable company by providing strategic growth solutions, resources, mentoring, training, and access to capital. Make sure you check out the other episodes. And if you like what you hear, share the love. Pass the link on to your friends. You can find this podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Anchor, and of course, on the Mogul Chicks website. Make sure you subscribe. And if you subscribe and leave a comment on any or all of these channels, it helps other people find the podcast too. Sharing is caring. For more information about how we work with you to grow and scale your company, visit us online at mogulchicks.com. Send an email to contact at mogulchicks.com. Or you can connect with us all over social media at LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest, and everywhere else at mogulchicks. And that's mogulchicks with an X. And if you're not yet part of the Mogul Circle, if you're doing over a million dollars in revenue annually, or the Makers Club, if you're doing six figures in revenue annually, what are you waiting for? 
there's so much value in membership and the communities. Or if you prefer a good program or trying to move beyond startup phase, check out the Mogul Chicks Academy at mogulchicksacademy.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Mogul Chicks are always a step ahead of the crowd and they're always closing deals. Remember, Mogul Chicks make mogul moves and power plays. Your move. Now go be profitable. Bye.